the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome to the latest episode of Nerdables. This week we talk about the Batman possibly losing a second director. James Earl Jones returns to one of his most famous roles. It's not the one you think of. The Star Wars Black Series 6-inch from Hasbro are announced at Toy Fair. Vintage card backs went on sale and went off sale. DC Vertigo imprint creator, executive Aaron Karen Berger, editor, excuse me, Karen Berger starts a new imprint. We possibly have a horror director for Shazam, and more want to talk about the fact that it's New Line, and I had no idea. Really? Uh, Val- yeah, no idea. Valiant Comics joins the Warp Tour, and we will discuss our favorite pieces from Toy Fair in New York. Joining me this week, Sebastian, Ethan, Rich. Of course, I'm Chris. Uh, Are you? Yeah. I put the rundown together, so I get to host the show. Wee! Yes. I, I, I had no time to even look at it. <laughs> when you said it to me today, I was, I think... Did you want an idea? So I just flipped out and started rolling. Ideas. No, I know. I, I I wasn't even to San Jose yet. Matter of fact, I was passing the cow the cow palace when you were. Oh, uh... the cow palace. Yes. Do, 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 do. So let's start off with the amazing world of DC films. Uh, yet again, we have another film that we can't wait to not see, the Batman or whatever they want to call it. Uh, it's apparently in talks with Matt Reeves to direct it once Ben Affleck bowed out. And now Matt Reeves is sources saying he bowed out as well. Uh, and of it's going to fall to Zack Snyder. We've been well. We've been following that sort of rumor that Ben Affleck may not even play the character yeah. anymore, which would cause some interesting problems. This feels like you should just burn that earth. I am and salt the I'm ground. I'm bummed out because the moment they said Ben Affleck was writing and directing Batman, my ears perked up. Like, hey, yeah. that sounds. I love movies like The Town and uh, Gone See, Girl. And, and Ben Affleck, it, the best roles he's ever played are in roles that he directed Except and wrote. The Accountant. Eh, that wasn't that bad. No, but uh, the world did not uh, did not appreciate it as much as I'm sure he did. Sure. But, but, but the town was amazing. It was. It was. It, and Argo was incredible. Argo was fantastic as well. So I'm really bummed that whatever happened behind the scenes forced him to go, you know what, I'm just going to play Batman. See, I, I still think the sad flick, that, that whole thing, was there was more of a genuine moment there than we realized. Oh, that well, even when you look at the raw footage of that and they directly ask him about the public's reception of the movie and his, you know, you have uh, uh, Henry Cavill... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, giving the spin, yeah, and then you have Ben Affleck just staring off into space, and his entire demeanor changes, and he hunches over, yeah, and he did. Have I, you have you ever seen the footage of Kevin Smith watching? It's supposed to be Kevin Smith watching the footage of Sadfleck. No, he's just it, it's Kevin Smith watching something on the internet, and he's just bawling in tears, and they they've overlaid the Sadfleck in the bottom the corner video. into it, so. It looks like Kevin Smith is watching that and just tearing up. Oh, well, sure, you feel you feel sad. He, especially, I can imagine Kevin Smith. He's his, you know one of his oldest, longest friends, yeah. and then he's like, "Hey, he finally gets the role of a lifetime. He gets to be Batman, and then he's going to direct a Batman movie." Do you guys think that his experience on Justice League is what caused this? It's hard to say. Uh, I'm don't know. Experiences and how? Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard any. There's been, but there's been no news at all. We haven't heard sure. anything from from anybody on that set except for the fact that Ben Affleck has dropped out of, of directing, directing, and possibly dropping out of the role it's itself. Always creative I think that's. Too. I think the role thing is is trumped up. I mean, he he said on January 30th, "quote There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. 
Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I've decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I'm still in this, and we are still making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world, end quote. That was, I want to say that was Variety. That was January 30th. Yeah, that's So it is two weeks, weeks ago, ago, but I, I think, I mean, I think the idea that he would actually stop playing it if he's not going to play it, I think he would have already bowed out completely. When, when, when do you, as Warner Brothers slash DC, pull the plug on this universe and reboot it? Right after Man of Steel. Uh, right now, because you have you. No, I mean, no, that's that's right. No, after no, Man I get that. Steel. I get that. But I'm you saying you can't now. Now, so you don't think Justice League, if Justice League bombs, if, you can't. You just spent four hundred million dollars making Superman versus Batman and Justice League and Wonder Woman. Well, no, I'm just you made you, you just spent four hundred million dollars just to make those two. You throw in Wonder Woman, you're talking about five fifty, and then you throw Suicide Squad you're on top throw of that. Suicide Squad, which also, well, it made money, did not also. Yeah, Batman versus Superman made a ton of money, money, but, but there's no, none there's of those. No but then turn there's around, no... to, turn around, look at their DVD sales. You know, I actually, yeah, I actually don't know what their DVD sales are, so I'm not not amazing. It, it's um, not when you look at something like Star Wars or any be, of the Marvel films. There can't be a trust. And that people will go see the film, the next film in line. Marvel always gets enough praise and buzz, critically and from the kind of general consensus of fans, that when something like Doctor Strange comes out, Marvel can be confident that people are going to go see Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, whatever. Right. When something like Ant-Man comes out. We're confident that they're going to go see not only Ultron, but they're going to go see a smaller film. Yeah, they know that those movies are not going to be billion-dollar films. We see, but you're, you're not turning your fans off. You have people that went to see Man of Steel that didn't see either of the other two films. I'm one of them. Right. You have people that went to see Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman that didn't go see Suicide Squad. And now you have people that went to see Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Suicide Squad who have now said, I'm not going to another DC film. Mm-hmm. So The other side of that is you're not getting the return sale or the return visits for this movie either. Right, you're not getting multiple visits. You're not getting a lot of different well, they things. They tend to have the, the especially the like uh, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad had that 50% plus drop off after the first mm-hmm. weekend because see, people just didn't go. So they had a huge opening weekend, which is really good. And they're overseas. They did all right, but it's 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 tough. Overseas is starved. For Batman versus Superman would be one of their like civil wars or their you know their their Captain America type movies. And I mean, you saw you saw Civil War twice in the theater. At least I saw it at least twice. I know that. Well, that's way down for you considering you saw Guardians eight thousand times. Right. Well, yes. I, I know it wasn't that much, but it was. It was. Are you going to cut out the entire month of August this year to see Guardians of the Galaxy? He's already. It's bought May. Guardians is May. Is it May? Oh, yeah. that's going to be tough. He's bought his sixteen thousand. Which, by the way, they so announced May twenty seventh as the opening of uh, of the uh, of the uh, uh, yeah. ride at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was. I don't think anyone was too surprised at the speed because it's really an overlay change. It, that's all. It's, it's totally what it is. It's the same ride mechanics. It's the same ride vehicle. Hilarious if you walked in and it still looked the exact same. It's just oh, <laughs> you just did the, the outside, but you come in and it's the hotel rooms. You, you sit inside. The, Sorry, guys. <laughs> you sit inside the cart. You go up, we and they still it. have the the rod surling. Yeah. They and took you, the costumes from the movie and just stuck look, it on the yeah, walls. You, just, that's you it. still look into the the mirror that has the ghosts, and then it turns into you, and you wave at yourself, and it's just like, so what does it have to do with Guardians? Oh, the collector collect. The Tower of Terror. Yeah. Did you also see what characters they will now have 
for Yeah, they've mentioned a few characters. They've got Star-Lord. Yeah. You, you have Star-Lord, Black Widow, uh, Spider-Man Cap, and... Black got, Widow and Hawkeye? Hawkeye was the other one. Th- those two have already been around in the parks, but right. they usually bring them out for like the run Disney events and stuff like that. Oh, and like then that. you have... A, you, a group, yeah, you're walking down group. the street, you can see Hawkeye up at the top, and he's just shooting people with arrows. <laughs> but yeah. there's also there's a group that you can go up to. Yeah, yeah. But the, the Hawkeye and the Black Widow I've seen yeah, for the run Disney events. all over the park. <laughs> and uh, They the, took one of the trees out of out of Ant, the... Uh, uh, um, uh, the Jungle Cruise? No, no, the... Uh, the Ant World. What is it? I just lost it. Uh, Bugs Life. Bugs, Bugs Life. Life. Thank you. I lost the name of the Bugs Life. It's Ant Man's Land. Made by DreamWorks. So yes, you know. with uh, Woody Allen and <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Danny Glover. What a oh, I'm an ant. What a, a what was that? That was that wasn't a fun. That was just a fun loving movie. Small little ant. Yeah. What did I do to deserve? The, oh, right. Uh, um, no, oh, but, and BB-8. Uh, BB-8 is the other run Disney character that they had. They just did the Star Wars 5K a couple weeks ago, yes. and Darth Vader, and. Uh, BB-8 were the two meet and greets, yes. and then apparently BB-8's going to go to Walt Disney World as their meet and greet character, which makes me sad. Because they had R2-D2 have... at D23, uh, the last one, and I have not seen him in the park at all yet, which makes me even well, more sad. There's a Captain... for Sebastian, because BB-8 is the only meet and greet where the character would be, t- would be smaller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> R2's right at the same height. Yeah. Well, there's a Captain Rex that shows up every once in a while yes, in, in yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. Um, you were saying about... Uh, DC. Chief. I've already I've already knocked it over once as I was pouring the Dr. Pepper into it. You just missed the glass completely and just poured it on the counter. With no alcohol. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just driving back from San Francisco today. Um so I mean honestly with with DC and all the problems that they seem to be having with each one of their movies. I bet they're still making money. Is that? I mean, is that the only driving force that they have? He's now? the only driving force of anyone. You anyone who any, anyone who comes out and says, and you're in a, something like this that isn't, you know, I'm making a movie about a young girl who's raped by her uncle and survives. That's <laughs> that's art, fine. But sure. you're like, I'm making a movie, and like, there's these dudes that punch each other, and there's like these hot chicks that punch each other, and then the world blows up. Yeah, you're but, looking for money. That's not art. Not because no, I'm no, just no, a Star. See, not, but I'm not just because I'm a Star Wars fan and everything. As but a movie nerd, Star that's Wars, I they've been very careful with how they've been doing it. I mean, they've we, been very careful on how to make money. Yes, but we saw how how careful J.J. Abrams was with Episode Seven. Yeah, that, Gareth Edwards, you even though he took risks, was still very true to a Star. You know. No, if you want a movie with, and we Gareth, saw, okay, with so men punching each other and women punching each other, you call Paul Verhoeven yeah. to get <laughs> to get your your deep thought violent action movie. Deep no, you made a safe film in Force Awakens, and you made a film in uh, the people that are saying Fans all, only Dis- all Disney cares about is playing it super safe to make money. That argument is wrong because of what happened with Rogue One. Yes. And the fact that they never – Bob Iger never called Kathleen Kennedy and said, you need to tell Gareth Edwards that he has to leave at least three of these characters alive. Sure. Lucasfilm – and this is – Lucasfilm is its own entity. Right. So it gets to make its choices. And so is everything, Marvel. Everything gets to Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, so it's Marvel. Marvel gets to make its own films. DC is making its own films, and they're making terrible choices. Right. As far as, but I mean, there's people that love these films. You too, know, so speaking of like, the Rogue One reshoots and stuff, uh, apparently uh, Edwards was saying at one point that one part of doing the reshoots shoots was that they said that he could go farther than what he actually did. So they went back, and that was the the whole Darth Vader second scene where he you know sure. he, in the in the corridor. 
they got to have no point in having Vader in the film if he didn't show back up. Right, only in the film for five seconds. Right. So, but that's a and he could he could and it's one of those after having rewatched Rogue One, it's one of those things where he could have been in the movie even far less if he had just shown up on uh, on his star destroyer to yeah. intercept the rebel plans that would be all you need as much as i love darth vader being snarky and uh throwing out the puns as he's choking people yeah it, it, well, was, it works i, I can see why it works showing, for some people and i can see it, why it didn't to me it, it's it's not that scene is not about vader it's about krennic it is no I it's all about krennic and the, the the lengths that he'll go to to try and protect his sure, reputation sure. Yes. and his his ambition but i feel like that could have been a scene with the with the emperor or even between yeah, uh, but see that was the point was that he, he he's not qualified enough to sure. be in front of the emperor Sure, I think for me though, especially after watching, I understand why some people had trouble with the scene. But for me, it's like, yeah, I, I think I would have waited to have that moment where the rebels are lining up at the door and the doors cut open, and all of a sudden Darth Vader shows up. If you if you just had that scene, you could have kept it a secret. That would have been one of the greatest moments sure, in the movie. Sure, sure, because then they but put it in the trailer. Never been able to do it. Yeah, yeah. So with, once uh, you put him in there, you're like, you might as well. Have might as well. Yeah. Well, you need anyway. the trailer shot, of course. Yeah. And and the novelization, I mean, it gives you slight more details into yeah. it. And as to why that happens, and sure. it clarifies but I, some I, of But the, I take the I take the Mr. Plinkett route, where it's like it's like no, you shouldn't have to read a comic right. or a novelization or play a video game to understand the deeper intentions. Well, I don't think there's a need. Uh, the people that tell me that you need is I yeah, you you correct. don't you need get it to. From there. Sure, the, the, the people that have kind of like told me that they don't get it, and, get, and it's all right there. They're sure. just not it's willing subtle. to look into it. Yeah, it's it's more subtle than them beating you on the head, right? You know, and. and some of it is, I mean, you see it in some of the Marvel films where it's just so over the top. Right. You know, there isn't a subtlety to, to, to well, some of those I, I just rewatched Doctor Strange just recently, and there's moments in there that where Thor has those subtle moments where you, you, you know, within the origin and things like that, that you get, Doctor Strange kind of just comes out like Iron Man and just hits you with it. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that for a character that people don't know very well or don't know at all, then you kind of have to be a little bit more on the nose with it. Movies are show not uh, are are show and tell. They're not yeah. uh, one. You can't choose one. But with the Krennic scene, I mean, you you get no, that it was, he's it was, being it was summoned. Clear. I just I think I would in the end I would have preferred that they had just saved Darth Vader for the final moments of the movie. Yeah, and then I think the complaint would have been. But see, this also goes this goes right back the, to the DC the very stuff. Strange Princess Leia, the wax figure Princess Leia. Right, but this but this also goes right back to the DC stuff. Because with Batman versus Superman, we got hit over the head with a freaking anvil about the Martha thing and about how all of a sudden they're they're best Martha buds Martha. because of the, their moms share the same name. Martha, Martha. Yeah, that was, but then again, that's that's also bad writing. Very bad writing. That's just bad writing because you don't need that for Batman to see the humanity in Superman. Okay, but then that comes down to the question. Do you live with what DC does with the action in their movies, but have the trouble with the writing, or is it the writing, the acting, the the characterization, and the action? It depends. Where where's the line draw drawn? What do you what do you? I'm not understanding the question. Okay, you know how with with certain movies we say that it has its flaws, but because the movie is so enjoyable and and allows you to be absorbed well, you don't into have an it, enjoyable film, so it doesn't matter. So it, you don't, you it's don't just, have a, it's you don't a, have a DC thing. film that's enjoyable, in my opinion. Have you enjoyed a single DC film? Enjoyed's a loaded. I mean, no, it's say, not. asking if it's, no, it's, enjoyed, not. it's, it's kind a, of a loaded it, question. No, it's not. It's a complete aesthetic. Did you enjoy it or not? Did you enjoy Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay. Did you enjoy what's what's the worst movie you've seen? 
Did you did you enjoy uh, uh, Zoolander two? No, I chuckled. Okay, stop right there. It's this aesthetic question: Did you enjoy it or not? Now, there's reasonings behind all these types of things. Right. I enjoy Riverdale. It's terrible. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's terrible. You're but still I enjoy it. it. Yeah. Um, Batman versus Superman. The TV gets fixed before Thursday. <laughs> no, Batman versus Superman was. You didn't yeah, like it. I didn't no. like it. No. You you didn't like it enough that you didn't bother to go see Suicide Squad. No, I did see Suicide Squad. Oh, did you? Yeah. No. I, I now here's the thing. Wait, did you go see Suicide Squad? I did. I went. Okay. I went and saw Suicide Squad. I enjoyed Suicide Squad, but I don't know if it's just because I enjoyed it more than what I did with Batman versus Superman. And there's levels to the aesthetic, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's a yes or no question, and that's that's the thing. I enjoyed Iron Man. I didn't enjoy Iron Man two or three. Right. So I find both of those films flawed. I enjoyed Could the I extended version yes, of but Suicide different... Squad better than I enjoyed the original That's, movie. That doesn't matter. Right. Because the extended edition is not going not to do anything for DC. The point is – It's not like Lord the of the Rings. The point is you still have – you have problems. You had your Flash director leave. You have Ben Affleck leave. You have your other collaborating director mm-hmm. or whatever. He's left. So it's You've just taken kind of Zack Snyder off of the executive – or off of writers and executive producers for most of these films. And then you're going to give it right back to him. Like, oh, <laughs> let's just have Zack do it. You're going to have to because no one else is going to do it. Yeah. Oh, they'll find somebody to do it. Well, no, I really hope that it, it yeah, like with the way that DC films. Woody are Allen going. does Batman. <laughs> Why that'd be an interesting twist? Hey, wasn't he See, one? Of... I, gonna, I, I just want to do a movie about a grown man who hangs out with a little boy all day. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he one of the Batman that was in that that sketch, that cartoon sketch that? Didn't... Oh wow, I'm Batman. Oh no, it wasn't no? Woody Allen. No. No? There wasn't a Woody Allen? I no. thought there was a Woody Allen no. in that one. No. Nah. But I was saying like it was Christian Bale, Kevin Spacey. Matt Damon. Matt No, Matt Damon wasn't it. I thought he was, because no. I could have no, swore. It was Mark Wahlberg. Oh, it was Wahlberg. Uh um The uh, other Boston did Mark. Owen uh, Wilson. No, Adam Owen, Sandler. Yeah, Owen Wilson, Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. uh Matthew McConaughey. And <laughs> Brian Cranston, wasn't it? It might have been. Oh no, no, it was uh, it was uh, Aaron Paul. Oh, Aaron yeah. Paul was Batman. Was it? Yeah, because I know that they went back the to Joker. The Joker was supposed to be. Yeah, because they went back to me and to, Mr. Uh, White, and then Christian Bale. Was Christian the, yeah. Bale, yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. But I'm thinking. Oh, that's right. He has Mr. White. No, I'm Batman. Do you think with all these hits that DC is taking to their film universe, is it gonna? Help them realize that they need to change. I don't think so, because as long as they're, as Chris said, you're, as long as they're making money, they are pot committed. This is the problem. Mm. The right thing to do is I say, burn it, leave the ground fallow, put salt on the earth, and let it sit for five <laughs> to six years. They can't. If they, if they do that, it'll be but too you late. Can't do that. Well, it's not mm. too late. That's the thing. If you're really looking at it as a futurist, you understand that at some point Marvel's got to take that dip. Sure. So if you leave it alone, wait till Marvel takes and you a dip. Wait, you don't even wait, but you can bank on the idea that if you can come up with something bigger or something different or something better in five or six years, you're going to hit the point in which Marvel's made four Avengers films. All of their stars are gone: Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. and Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, and all these people are. They'll gone. just be CGI. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're out of they're right? they're out of Guardians movies. They're out of this. They can't do X Men. They're doing Black Panther three for some reason. They're doing Captain Marvel three, and then they're going to say, "Well, we're going to make another Hulk movie because oh, we got to do Squirrel Hulk Girl movies." Don't oh, don't buy make Beast any five, sense. man. I can't you wait know? for Buy Beast five. Yeah, at that point, if you do a Justice League movie with a good director and a good script and a good cast, you've reestablished yourself immediately 
into what you can do. When, when can Marvel even... when Marvel does the puck, Marvel Studios presents. You the know puck. there was there was rumor. Then, uh, there was rumor because um, because Peter Dinklage is going to be in. They can't. I know. I know they can't, but because they were they were talking about it that he was going to be playing Puck. Alpha Flight's considered a mutant, a mutant franchise, yeah. so they can't do it. Um, when they're doing Man Thing, you know, three, then that's Man when Man Thing, the Swampening, yeah, the Swampening. The swamp like um, yeah, but people have been saying that about Pixar for years. Wait till Pixar does its dip, then you'll see some of these other. But studios. Pixar doesn't try to. Pixar doesn't do the same movie over and over again. Marvel does the same movie over and over again. A Marvel As film origin, is a Marvel but, film. But if you look at, but if, well, a I mean, Marvel film. Look, they can genre it all they want. A Marvel film is a Marvel film. Well, they've said it all along. There's only Ant-Man. four types of plots that you can do in a comic no, that's book. A, no, you can do I more than that. There's only four X Men comics yes, you do. Yeah. But you can. Every Marvel film is a Marvel film. They don't take enough chances, to be completely honest. Do you think that Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ant Man don't take enough chances to separate themselves from what makes the rest of the Marvel universe a Marvel universe? Because they have to use all those characters in Avengers and Civil War, and then all of a sudden it doesn't make any sense. The chances they take are in their long form TV because you can spend more time with all of these different types of characters. It's also yes. why my favorite Marvel franchise is like Luke Cage and Daredevil because yeah. those. Have, have you seen Legion? I saw some of Legion, and I don't know exactly how to feel about it yet. Uh, for me, I just wish they would not tiptoe so much around like the regular X Men universe. But... Well, but see, Brian Singer's in a, he's an he's sure. an executive. They've got it set in the '60s. Yes, yeah, which is which is all well and good, yeah. uh, and I don't mind because that ties into First Class, which is my favorite X Men movie, right? So I'm I'm neither here nor there about it. I still don't know how quite to feel. So I'm, uh, it is a total n- mind fuck. The That's... every episode there hasn't been an episode yet where I've gone. Well, I'm checked out. Yeah. So well, it's only two episodes. So. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm not gonna. But it's just it's one of those things where the second one. So I don't know. Oh, no, when no, you're... If, if if by episode two I was like, man, this is awful. I well, would when just you're turn watching it, it you you really don't know. At some points, he could be in his own mind. You know, it's like well, they're playing with the idea of of a um uh. uh distrustful narrator what's the exact term i know what you're talking about uh, unreliable the unreliable yes, the narrator. unreliable narrator yes. you don't he, know what the narrator and he, is. he may also be seeing alternate realities right. and they're playing with that and it's it's interesting uh, they haven't done anything yet that have maybe go bad they've been this. but they've they've done a good job with the show where there's not a lot of mutants yet that are going to cost them money. Sure. Everything sure. that they're doing is very cheap. It's better mm-hmm. than Riverdale. So <laughs> if I got to turn to my if I got to turn to my comic book based television shows, yes. I at least have. I still oh, think, trust me, Riverdale ain't based on any comic. I no. still think that Riverdale needs to be an anthology. And next season you do Scooby Doo, and then the season after that you do you um, Harvey Birdman, right? Yeah. Okay. And get the Flintstones. You do the Flintstones. Then you do live action. You do Great Bates. Well. You wouldn't be able to do those. Those are Warner properties. The Archie's not Warner. Archie's its own entity. Yeah, that's Archie Comics. Yeah, but it's on the CW. It's yes, but yeah, that's true. It's anything to be on the CW. It so, doesn't matter. So it'll, it'll be called Tales from Riverdale, but then the Herculoids show up. Yeah, <laughs> and Captain Caveman, and it just becomes Riverdale slash Hanna Barbera. The the Blue Falcon. Yeah, the Flintstones show up. The Flintstones and the Jetsons. Then they do the wacky uh, space race. Look, if they do the Flintstones from the comic, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's uh, Muttley for some reason. It's just somebody's dog. All right, let's move forward. We'll stay with uh, Disney as Disney continues to make live action films adaptations of their. Uh, animated properties. We saw the Jungle Book last year. Beauty and the Beast opens in two weeks, and recently announced that the Lion King 
will be a I always love it says live action feature, even though there's nothing live action in it because every animal is CG. Well, that's why Jungle Book was, except for Mowgli. Yeah, that's Mowgli at least there's and, one piece. and a few few pieces, like a few set pieces that Mowgli yeah. needed to interact with. Yeah, and that's about like, it. Like it's a tree trunk he needs to climb. Yeah, well, no, I was to say none long. of the animals are yeah, live none of the action. Are live action. Um, they had mentioned doing Lion King. They may do. A few they may do years some animatronics. Like, that was one of the original ones that they said that they were going to do because they, they were also... going to do it at some point. Yes, but yeah. they're not going to. It's. I would say I'm, I'm taking issue with the word live action. Yes. When, yes. Especially in Lion King that doesn't have a single human in it. Yes. There won't be a single live action. There won't be anything that's actually. No, Jeremy shot. Irons will just be in the middle of it. Jeremy Scar. Iron. Uh, so this week, uh, it was announced James that Donna, uh, Donald Glover was playing Simba. I'm fine with this. Um, okay. John Farvo t- tweeted a picture of John Farvo. I'm sorry, uh, of, uh, <laughs> he tweeted a picture of of Donald Glover with I Just Can't Wait to Be King, and soon after that, released a picture of Sir James Earl Jones with looking forward to working with this legend. So James Earl Jones will be reprising the role of Mufasa, Mufasa. which is perfect. Uh, now you have to get Jeremy Irons. No, I, somebody I, else do... Yeah. It's what, I could see somebody else doing Jeremy Irons' room, but James Earl Jones is one of those people that once he does a voice, you can't accept anybody oh, else doing that voice. Oh, it's true. Very, very true. The reason I bring this up is we still don't know when this movie will be released, but obviously it'll be soon if they're casting Sure, they're starting it. to do casting. They're casting for it. How soon do you have to do Darth Vader before he dies? Well, did you did you see the rumor that that's possibly one of the movies that's in production? The Rise I've of Darth Vader? For, I've said it well, forever. Well, they, I mean, they're they're I, saying it, the movie will be The Rise of Darth Vader. Sure. But they also have... Uh, oh my gosh, I forget the voice actor's name who does an amazing Darth Vader. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, even, even uh You said you can't, but they did a CGI no, Leia and a CGI Moff Tarkin. Yeah, but they also did a non-James Earl Jones voice for the Empire Strikes Back special edition when he was going to the shuttle. And sure. that's the worst thing I've ever Sure, heard. but the, And that's in a film in which I have absolutely torn my head apart for the fact that they used Timu Morrison for Boba Fett instead of the original voice because that original voice actor is amazing. And that's really the only two things that you have an issue with in that movie with the special edition of that, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Huh. The, the rest of the stuff is, it's all it's all pieces. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. No. It's not like Return of the Jedi. With Return the of the Jedi, in... she, the, the blinking Ewoks, even that is, is an, again, it's it's an aesthetic type of piece. Right. Versus well, you have, so you have a line that's sure. completely changed. Yes. In A New Hope, you have a complete new scene. Yes. So. I guarantee you that most people, if they get a guy who sounds good enough, won't care. Because a lot of the people from my generation who have played more star wars video games than have watched the movies True. and have watched uh you know the things like uh, clone wars and rebels yeah but the rebels they... i mean the, the voice actor who is uh who does the uh who does their obi-wan kenobi is amazing yes to play old obi-wan he's far better than the guy who is doing the ewan mcgregor so no that I mean even when you listen to moff tarkin and rogue one the voice actor they got is pitch perfect well, even the guy they got for ewan mcgregor's obi-wan was and he's really also good. really good yeah. but once you hear uh once you hear the the old obi-wan when he shows up in rebels it's like mm. holy crap does somebody have audio that that was saved away somewhere yeah. no they... well i also wonder what if uh you know like if they're in production they're just gonna write a script really quick and kind of greenlight a script so they can have James Earl Jones just record. Well, we've talked everything. about I don't, this I don't think before. you're going to rush anything. But yeah. you set James I, Earl Jones down, and you have him read the dictionary, and then you have every word that you ever need to, and you just put it in order that you want. Yeah, but that's not. Active. Yeah, but it's not going to have. It's not going to have the right inflection. Yeah. Like, no, it's just it, it's interesting to see him reprise this type of role because yeah. it, it's it's. See, the good thing, though, is if you're going to have – if you decide on doing a Darth Vader movie, 
All you have, once you have the script, you just bring, even if it's before. Steven Stanton, by the way. I just wanted to. Yes, that's who he, he does an amazing old Obi-Wan Kenobi who will be on Isn't it uh, James Earl Taylor, Arnold Taylor that does. He, he does young Obi-Wan. Yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. Which, which I actually like his I voice. I think this I episode. Old Obi-Wan. It's, it's kind of spooky. It's this how, week, isn't it? I think it is this week. His old Obi-Wan, because he used to do them for the video games mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. He sounds more like old Obi-Wan than actually old Obi-Wan does. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um. No, but um, what with, with as far as a Darth Vader movie, once you get your script and you get your finalized script, you just bring James Earl Jones in. Sure. Yeah. No. And it's, you, it's you not just a, record yeah, it. Not, you know, even if it's before. A musical yeah. Role. Yeah. You can do it before you even shoot it, and then yeah. have him do pickup. It's just sort of interesting thing. More interesting reading through this. I forgot the Jungle Book made nine hundred and sixty-six million dollars. Oh yeah. 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 It's it, insane. It, it broke a billion. It though. was a decent movie. I, well, I, mean, I, I didn't say it was a bad movie. It's just it's not. Did you think about all the films last year? No. Tops out at just over nine hundred and sixty-six worldwide. That's what it says in here. Okay, well, you just said you you know, Cinderella doing five hundred forty-three million, Jungle Book topping out at just over nine hundred sixty-six million dollars. If it made nine hundred sixty-six million dollars in the United States, it would be the number one film of all time. <laughs> is it? Uh, yes. Didn't yeah, Avatar? Didn't Avatar? No, but if you made nine hundred sixty-six million dollars in North America alone, can you yeah. imagine what you made in the rest uh, of oh, the yeah, world? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yes. that, that's Titanic money right there. Yeah, yeah. Titanic adjusted for inflation is still a number one, which I'm sure poor James Cameron's just. Hating himself? Hating himself. Couldn't make Avatar beat it. Sorry, he's got his Disney money now. <laughs> Avatar Land. Yeah, what is that? I have no idea. That's so dumb. I, I wish I, I wish I could tell you like, that where I... Did that, where did that... Nothing happens no for idea. 10 years, then all of a sudden... No idea. We're going to do Avatar Land because he's working on Avatar 2 and 3, which it is going open, to be Which worse. it opens this summer. Yeah, it opens this summer. <laughs> Again, as a, as a huge Disney fan, I was... I remember being there for D23, like, and to the an- Disney's Animal Kingdom, we're adding the world of Pandora. Like, what's Pandora? Wait, Avatar? Yeah. Really? But what? apparently when you step down on the ground, yeah, it lights it has, up. Yeah. No, the technology is cool because I remember their, they, when they had their yeah, actual same, like, said the same of, thing about the movie. Their Pandora setup. I mean, they had like some of the office sets there. Yeah. It's like, it's like, look, it is the boot that one of the Navi wears. Like, and it's like, oh, it was just a gigantic boot. That's kind of cool that they're going to do play with the scale like they do for. Did you see what Avatar 2 is going to be about? No, I'm not even going to It's going to be about... Um, it's going to be about 16 different genres that are mashed His, his kids. Mm-hmm. It's Sam Wennington's kids. And they go to space, and then they go take over like, a planet. Oh, wait, and then suck. they go native <laughs> with the, Forgot, the planet next humans, door to them. All the humans except Sigourney Weaver blow. Yeah. All humans are evil except Sigourney I love Weaver. the fact that that their call... the When, when um, the Navi are going to find another race of people on no, their planet, and then they're going to take over and... His kids are gonna go native with the. When Rodriguez is in her in her uh, her flying machine, the helica- it's called the, the, the helicopter. Yeah, the whatever, whatever it is. The, the 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 like the two propeller yes. helicopter. I'm thing. so mad I didn't buy that when I saw they it. They call it, she they she's referred to they refer to it as Rogue One. I do that. Yeah, because it was on TV like that. Is part that why was Disney on. bought them? Like, oh, hey. <laughs> I was like, because wasn't Rogue that, One. that film was Universal, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was Universal. Yeah. I mean, obviously, anything. Well, they, they may, have, they may have been the distributor. It. Yeah, he, James Cameron yeah. owns it, right? For sure. But I, I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't like look. If Disney is going to work on technology to do really cool stuff, can't complain. But I also go, Avatar though. I feel like there's so many other things well, you could do. Star Wars Land will open in 2019. Yeah. So. Where's my Star Trek Land, Disney? Please, <laughs> you want I, to buy Star I, Trek? I beg you, buy Star Trek from CBS. Just. Just by Paramount just, and CBS. They had Star Trek Land. It was a casino in Vegas. It was amazing. <laughs> Apparently, there's a Marvel setup too now in in Vegas. 
Yeah, was, the, I believe the, the, I think it's Treasure Island. Treasure Island, yeah. Marvel, that was what, yeah. I, there was Marvel a commercial experience. that came on. It'll still never be as good as the Star Trek experience, which was the amazing. Bridge. Well, yeah, the bridge. Uh, There's also the Borg encounter, but also just yeah. Quark's bar. Quark's bar was very cool. For for as you know, for the setup that they have, I just like I remember my first time. Oh, so the, the, that whole thing was so far ahead of its time. Yes, because at the time, and that's got to be mid to late nineties. Oh yeah, because yeah. we didn't go. Yeah, because we would have gone, twenty one would have been 97 or something like that. So it was like 97, 98 when I went with Eric and Jared and we went to Quark's Bar. And it's, even at 11 o'clock in the morning, there's cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. There was a Klingon. There was another alien kind of sitting in the corner. Right. Like, that's and a great usually job. Usually have Endorians. I'm going I'm to sit and drink all yeah. day in costume and I get paid for it. Yep. And the Klingon guy was great. Oh, that's, he came over and was bothering so us. Good. Did you see the Deep Space Nine documentary that's being They're crowdfunded? Funny, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for that because that is it's that I'm still as a Trek fan. I can't decide between Next Gen and Deep Space Nine. I know. I was well. The funny thing is, I was two watching sides it to the same coin. A friend of mine who who's a big big Star Trek cat cat. Uh, she sent it to me, and I I, I, bawl, I started bawling when I saw it. I was like, "This is pretty. Uh, this is amazing. I can't I see wait. the one that they kept showing." Clips from last year was the one that uh, um, was the one that William Shatner did. Oh, uh, uh, oh, panic he... on the bridge, something like that. Yeah, where he went and interviewed all the captains. All the captains. Yeah, yeah the cap. Yeah, the, it, it the was all there with the captain. Yes, too. Yeah, he's got like he's got like panic on the bridge, which is uh, one documentary, and then he does have the captain's documentary. Because I remember really they, good. They were, yeah, there was I think it was Jonathan Frakes where he was talking about the the woman who played Doctor Pulaski. Yeah, and how she just never had a shot. Yeah, because everybody liked. When he sat down like with Cisco, it was amazing. It, BBC well, America Brooks aired it, um, the, like last year or something. Yeah, Avery, Avery Brooks is they are, they they showed it for the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, Avery they, Brooks is. I was actually disappointed in the fiftieth oh, anniversary yeah, special. Like watching the fiftieth anniversary special, I'm like, this could have been a little bit more because they really had very little access to yeah those type of people. It's like I don't really need a, you know, I don't need the guy from. Mohawk guy from J- from JPL telling me, oh yeah, why Star Trek matters. I'm like, I know why Star Trek matters. I want to know why the people on the show have matter. Yeah, I just want my Deep Space Nine remastered. That Avery, that Avery's interview. They're sitting down at one point and they're playing the piano yeah. and they're oh, talking. Oh, Avery Brooks. He's like, oh, it's like, it's great. like just just the level of acting when you get to like Avery Brooks and uh and Patrick Stewart and yeah, the, there are people that sir. Patrick Sir Stewart. Patrick Stewart, who for seemed, a reason, who seemed to be like 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 at first glance when you when you listen to them talk and you see the other things that they've done in their lives, you go like they're way above Star Trek. But then like no no these are the perfect people for Star Trek because well that's Bo- what next next gen did. I mean to have someone like Patrick Stewart, Brett Spiner to play that character so perfectly for so long yeah. and not screw it up. Um, Can you, you name the towards... movie that that Patrick Stewart and Liam Neeson were in together? I cannot. Is it Excalibur? Excalibur. Okay. Yeah. That was a, oh, there's a ton of people in Excalibur. I, 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 when I was a kid, I, I loved Excalibur. I loved That's that a, movie. It was a fantastic, fun movie. And then after Star Trek Next Generation came out, I was like, oh my god, I never realized that was... <laughs> if you want to see a scary Patrick Stewart watch, uh, I believe it's The Green Room. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which is really and good if you want to see, If you want to see Patrick Stewart really... He, he plays a neo-Nazi for anyone blunt, listening. Blunt. And just, like, evil... Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Evil in, in that, in that movie. movie. I got you all beat. You ever seen him do a Christmas Carol by himself? I have. That was I've, seen, I've seen parts of it. I saw. We went and saw it. Jeez, that's gotta be. This gotta be about the same time, like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah. At um, uh, uh. Oh, jeez. 
We thought it was at UCLA, but it wasn't. It was someplace else because it had the name from UCLA, and I can't remember what Although it was. part of me wants to picture Patrick Stewart doing the Christmas Carol by himself, running around to a box of costumes and then running back on stage and just getting... It was pretty close. He does the party scene. It the, was amazing. Um, oh, yeah. They, they the aired it on is, uh, HBO is, or yeah, one of no, them. Yeah, no, he's, he recorded it. Yeah. Because there, there was an audio of it that he uh-huh. sat down and recorded the whole play. And then he did um, – the performance was just incredible. Yeah. He also worked with uh, David Tennant doing uh, doing one of Shakespeare's plays, live action. They did Hamlet. Yes, they did Hamlet together. And well, they also did – and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. There's a clip that was online that um, all these different – uh, British actors came up and they were like they started doing Hamlet and then they, one of them would go no 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 you're doing it wrong and it was yeah, like almost everybody, everybody that would play yeah you oh, have yeah. Uh, Ian McKellen and Benedict Cumberbatch uh, David Tennant I want to say Patrick Stewart was Patrick there. Stewart was there and then Dame Judi Dench comes out and that's yes. like the end of it yeah I mean there were there were some other actors from yeah Britain. but it, Dame Judi Dench I think closes it because she, she does. won an Oscar for less than seven minutes of right. screen time. And she you even say what you that. will about that, you know that that film, whether it deserved or didn't deserve everything that it got. I saw it, and I saw it at the perfect time because I was taking a Shakespeare class in college. Yeah, so I got all the jokes. I was like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> something for twelfth night." Oh, I know what that means. Yes, I got it. <laughs> yeah, it was, this has turned stuff. into this has turned into recommendations. Also, right. <laughs> if you love Star Wars and you love that Alec Guinness guy, go watch Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, Bridge on oh, the River. If you haven't Kwai. seen Bridge on the River Kwai, then you're that's Bridge a, on the River Kwai. The, I, I saw that. Be, I actually got to see that before Star Wars, because I because I my dad Bridge was, on the River Kwai will be interesting for a modern audience because it's like oh it's a war film. Yes, this is not like any war film. I've seen. It's, it's a war. It's long. a movie that takes place during a war and is about yeah. a war, but there's not much war. There's not, yeah, there's not a lot of war in it. Uh, the the the. Uh, so if you, so I if can't you, do it now. The whistle theme. If no. you play, if you like the guy who plays old Ewan McGregor, go rent Bridge old on the River Kwai. <laughs> If you think he's uh, the bee's knees, go go watch Bridge the on the Bee's Knees. Wow. Um, do bees even have knees, though? They better be pretty great. Well, technically, I like guess that. they do because right? they're they're they they you know their little legs do bend, so yeah, they have to have some. Anyway, so, like so and they you know they get the you little topics stuck on their knees. Yeah, yeah I know, but everyone just keeps going off the rails. It's just a short topic in terms of <laughs> James Earl Jones doing the voice again for. The wow, Lion we're King. still back on that topic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we were. So, so Daniel Jones is going to play a lion. Um, he's going to play a lion, a, a non-live action lion. Again, you can't him. you can't do it without him. No, no, that's why that's why I'm also got my fingers crossed that they. I mean, what's Jeremy? Why can't we get doing? Jonathan Taylor Thomas or whatever his name was? Matthew Broderick. He's still famous. No, no, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. John, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He, Matthew Broderick. He'd have to Simba ask for time movie. off from Chili's. So <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> did Young Simba. Yeah, and Matthew Broderick did Adult Simba. Yes. I'm sure Matthew Broderick. Adult Simba. Yeah, it's okay. We got Donald Glover. We got what makes you think he's still a star? Uh, because of the producers. Remember when they did that? Melbourne like roommate? five years ago. He's still. You know, we get Nathan Lane to do Timon. Again, there's that, a name you haven't heard of in that's, a long time. That's, that, but, but, but like guys like like uh, well, Nathan last Lane time you heard the last time you heard Matthew Broderick was when you heard Nathan Lane because they did the doing, producers. They're all still doing like stage productions and yeah, stuff like that true. now. So and they sort of moved their careers sure over. The actor who played Pumbaa passed away last year. Did he now? Yeah, it's a shame. You know what's funny is like if they chose you get to Harvey do Harvey Firestein to do it, <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Oh my God, yes, Abumba, yes. <laughs> Grubs. <laughs> then you get Eddie Eddie Izzard to do Timon. Eddie yeah, yeah. Izzard was the was the bird, right? No, no, who no. was the bird? That was R- Rowan Atkinson. That's yes. right. Which again, Rowan Atkinson, great actor. There's still so many of that. There's still so many people within that cast. They could just get like. 
you want to come back? Why not? Why not? Um, It'd be interesting. Well, then, that brings up an interesting point. Then why do it? Right. I mean, that's if you, if you don't change True. parts you just of it, use the just dialogue. Had, we had, we had this the discussion today at, the, at the store. I mean, the, the because we talked about Psycho, thing. where I said the only the only change in Psycho is a, a self pleasuring scene. Why did you make that film? Yeah. It's oh, it's shot for shot. It's, Why? It's what, literally what it's literally it? the greatest remake of all time because it is literally the a same remake. Movie, yeah. Right? The, yeah, they. Vince I mean, they did. They and Julianne Moore in it. And again, it's one of those things like it's it, it's it's a movie that's really hard to be upset at because like no, it's just it's literally just psycho. it's a, it's a good it's experiment in filmmaking. Sure. Yeah, but that, sure. to me, it's just a waste of time. If you're gonna well, if you're gonna remake something. Then that's why I've always you have to bring then there's no to point. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I've I, like I for me wholesale even just use it like don't do remakes. But it's also one of those things too where I, I I do favor Disney's thing where like every so often they'll like hey Beauty and the Beast for Christmas time the classic movie throw that back out there. Yeah, I mean well, I just, I Cinderella just saw Cinderella was not well in exact exact Jungle Book story yeah. is, is different. I mean, yeah, it's very different. It's, it, it's a it's a more of a cross between well, they the original book, book with it. Yeah, and that's that's what I said. If you're going to remake something, you know they remade The Shining because yeah. Stephen King never liked the original film. He said it just wasn't Magnificent enough. Seven. Was different. Was you know, um, um, what was the other one that just came? Wait, out? which Magnificent um, Seven? There's the like, new one. The newest okay, one. There was, was also different. like Magnificent Seven Returns, and then there was yeah. the TV show Magnificent Seven, and just like no, they're Hell all or High Waters. Different. All... I mean, yeah, and it's not about go to something. In True, terms of remaking something, look very at, rarely do you get a, look at something a like good Ocean's remake, Eleven like, because right, they decided right. to make a film instead of an excuse for everyone to go hang out together. That was Ocean's Twelve, but because the original Ocean's Eleven, that's what it was always criticized for. It was just basically these guys getting together. Going, you want to hey, make a movie? You want to make a movie? You want to get sure. paid and go on vacation? Let's go make a movie yeah. about a heist. And there's nothing in it that's really. I mean, it's just it, it's fun to see because it's you a see fun the movie to watch. Thing. But Ocean's Eleven, um, the Steven original Soderbergh's yeah. film, is very different because it's like oh this is actually a movie right this has a plot and stuff's going on this is crazy well that's also that's also the tough part about doing a remake is that very rarely do you get an ocean's 11 do you get a true t- grit or 310 to yuma which actually are on the same level like you know you have like thing and thing from another world very rare most of the time when you make a remake everyone goes Bleh, and then they just go buy a ton of copies of the yeah, original if you're version. going to make a re- if you're going to do a remake a true remake in which you take the original film and attempt to get to the same point in a very different way sure. or even turn the point on on its own yes then i think there's some value in that because it's always interesting as comic book fans it's one of the fun things with comic books is you see different creators take on these different characters right the um, I've read Hulk 2 today, which is Jen Walters as, as Hulk. And this take is so different than what she's been for the last four or five years. So it's a very different take on this type of character than it was before. Well, look and at... that, that, so I was thinking, we've got something in The Lion King that is probably my favorite Disney animated film in terms of that classic, anim- you know, that, that renaissance, that Disney renaissance mm-hmm. of, of films. Yeah. The Aladdin and Beauty of the Beast. And Aladdin's and another one they're doing. And they yeah. said that they're not going to whitewash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlett Johansson is going to play Princess Jasmine. Um, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be the Jake prince. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, but in terms the, of I, I just saw of Prince of Persia today. That's why I say that. Oh, they'll God, get uh, they'll get that really pale girl from I Harry Potter. I forgot I her name. Is. <laughs> the one who's in the one who's in Beauty and the Beast. No, no, no oh, Ron Weasley's sister. No, yeah, he's Ron talking, no, he's talking, sister. Are you talking like, about oh. Gen- Genie? Or yeah. are you talking about uh, Luna? No, there's a really Luna. pale. Luna. Yeah, you're talking about Luna. Yeah. I don't even know if she's still acting. But anyway, my my point is, 
having something like Lion King will be very interesting to see how close they go with that story because you also uh, don't have other source material. Yes, you do because it's just Hamlet. Well, yes, yeah. but you don't have you don't well, have do unlike you, Jungle Book, you you don't have another type of source material. But here's the you thing: Simba the White Lion, but um, Kimba. Kimba. But, here, but here's the thing: with, which is also just Hamlet. <laughs> with with the Lion King, there's a lot of music that is involved with it as sure. far as you know you have the whole the transition of just simba from Manuel a kid and uh, he does everything no but you have the whole transition from simba yeah. as, a, as a, a cub no, to I'm an saying, adult that's what i'm saying is whereas what, with lion king with with jungle book you only get maybe you get a very quick homage to um a super gigantic huge song that wasn't even the main song of the that everybody remembers um but don't in terms of Lion King, again, it's mean. what are you going to do with this story? Yeah. How far are you going to... Are you going to do, do, I want to be king thing, and do the stack of animals? If you just do the same exact thing, then what's the point of doing it? Well, it's going to be interesting enough to, to see dip. Beauty and the Beast and see how they went with that. Because that's a good Oh, telling. he kills her. He just yeah. beats her. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, it'll, it'll from be the trailers, it looks pretty spot it's, on. It's, I think, it's almost a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah, that's the basic question. Because for all the other live action, even Jungle Book, which I enjoyed... It was almost the exact same film as the original, and it's just mm. one of those things like, you know, even things like Cinderella and Maleficent have sort of fallen by the wayside of just, oh, great, now I want to go watch the original instead. Right. So see, we it'll watched, be interesting to see how, how all this does. We watched The Jungle Book, live act, CGI action, sure. and then came home and watched the original. animated, because, my, because Arabella had never seen it where she remembers it. Sure. So we watched it, and there are times where it pretty much runs yeah, parallel the with the exact it. same scene yeah yeah there, the there's a couple things shots. where it expands you know it goes into the book yeah but for a lot of it there are pretty close to being yeah. shot for shot yeah i i as much as i love bill murray i'm still uh, i deep down uh john goodman john goodman would have been the perfect mm. blue everybody that was when when they announced it that's who everybody said they wanted it's like it's not john goodman oh man I, I, I've seen Jungle Book a few times well, now. Then and that also turns it back around to saying, like, oh, well, why not for The Lion King? Why not get, uh, you know, all the original actors to come As many as you can. But John Goodman back. wasn't the original actor. He only did it for Jungle Book to the end. Something of. like that. No, but no, even then. He was in the first one. No, no, no the original. The first one was the 1960s. Yeah. yeah. He only, he did it for the animated one. He did it for the animate the animated one was in the original night the original one was nineteen sixties. They did a Jungle Book two in either the late nineties, early two thousands, and yeah, we discussed that today too because we're talking about never ending story. John so Goodman story did the voice then. In the 90s. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even then, even for even for Lion King, which we've spent too much time on, but would I, you want to see a re remake like reboot uh, or reimagining of Black Hole? Black Hole. Oh, they've they've talked God. about doing. They that. have. It was going to be the, uh, the only thing I remember from they, Black Hole was going to see it at the park. I, Black Hole. I was one, my favorite movie. That even the only we reason we went was because there was this huge hill and you just would roll down it because that movie was interminably boring. I love. I'd love. I'd love to see a sequel to Black Hole. Of course, I was like six. So. Yeah. Um, no, that, that, that's one of those movies that I recently rewatch. It's like, this is not a movie for children. This movie is marketed to kids. Oh, it's totally Because not. there are talking robots, but this is not, like, it's, I mean, sure, kids can watch it. There's nothing in the movie content-wise that would yeah, prevent them. Yeah, but they're going to be it's like just, me, just bored, bored out of their skull. It's, it's totally, it's 2001. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like as an adult it, watching Star Trek The Motion Picture. <laughs> which is amazing. It's the best <laughs> movie. Um, no, but to see a, a remake, reboot of uh, NeverEnding like Story. I'd like to, yeah, a sequel, because it's one of the things like, if you did something Sequel like Sequel of Gr uh, Gremlins 3 is going to be out. So you did Never Enter Story, Never Enter Story 2. 
Yes. Well, like never the story years. never ends. But then, never-ending story three was animated. And yes. They tried to do a TV series, which would be the only thing that could work because you could actually have the TV series just run in perpetuity. <laughs> never ends. Never ends. Look, if Lionel Hutz is going to sue the producers for false advertising, <laughs> then that film, no, never-ending story. That film today would just be absolute ass. That we when we saw it here, remember how many times oh, we were yeah. like, "You can't make this film today." Oh yeah, the, the, you oh, can't. The whole... I still can't watch the dragon without cracking up. No, the whole the whole opening is so long and so yeah. drawn out. It's 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 a long point to get to the point to the point. Well, it's also a movie that would never be made because most people don't have the attention spans. Oh, that's yeah, What's that's a book. What what is he doing? Yeah, that, yeah. Plus, I mean. And if they, they, if they, they remade also, it, I'd have to do the World Cup Challenge when we went to see it again. They, they had also up. probably yeah. never let you shoot a scene where the horse is uh, yeah, is, or that uh, would be dying so crazily over the top. Sure, and now, so CGI. So That's why I, so I went to the screening of RoboCop for the uh, uh, with uh, Peter Weller at the, the Egyptian, and uh, that would have been fast. Did he cuss you out? Uh, he, he did, he did scold us because he basically was, uh, like, cause a lot of people brought posters and mm-hmm. stuff to sign. And he's like, look, I don't talk about RoboCop very much anymore. I'm doing this because, uh, because, because, well, no, because, uh, the actor, <laughs> I needed the money, the actor who recently passed away, uh, and I forget his name now. He's, oh yes. He, he's the villain. The, uh, no, uh, he plays, he plays, he plays Bob. Uh, who creates RoboCop in the film? Uh, oh yes, um, he, he recently passed oh, away, uh, and uh, he was friends with uh, he's friends with the guy who runs the Egyptian, and they wanted to screen RoboCop because they were doing a whole week of his films, yeah. and he's like, I flew out here just to do this for him, and even like RoboCop questions, like not a lot of RoboCop questions. Everything I've said about RoboCop has needed to be said. So he talked a lot about like the just t- working with Paul Verhoeven and even a movie like RoboCop wouldn't be made because in the opening ten minutes there's a new story Miguel about Ferreira. How Miguel Ferreira, who is uh, in the Teen Titans animated film that's coming out soon. Mm. Yes, uh, he talked about how you'd never have a movie today where in the opening salvo of the film the Reagan-esque Star Wars defense system fires a laser on Santa Barbara and kills two presidents. <laughs> and you wouldn't have an ad for artificial hearts created by Yamaha and. Not to mention, didn't the... Kirkwood Smith die just recently? Too? No, he's still alive. Oh. Is he? He's Kirkwood Smith's never gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? He's gonna kick death in the seventy-three. Kirkwood Smith is seventy-three. Yeah. Wow. Maybe, I, but I also like the fact that I regret not coming up and saying hi to him when I was when he was at Comic Con. When uh-huh. I saw him at Artist Alley. <laughs> the um that scene where Murphy gets uh, like sure, shredded when, when by it, yeah. bullets. Oh, I That was the only thing when I first saw RoboCop I couldn't get through The movie, scene. well, even the remake is so scene. sanitized. Oh, where, oh, yeah. so. Where, well, it's where, PG-13. Yeah, where it's just you, like... They like, cut oh, away, though. Yeah. No, no, it, no you see it? He gets, no, no, not in the original. They, they show it. No, in the, in the new movie, he just is in an explosion. Oh, that's right. And that's it. I've seen that movie once. It explodes, and then the dummy flies against his house, and you just laugh, and then, like... Okay, this movie's terrible. Click. Actually, no, that's not fair. They're, the only good thing about that movie is Sam Jackson playing Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. That's the only halfway decent thing in and that again, entire film. Back with remakes. Remake that film, you had to do something different. I just don't think any of it. Yeah. Man, we jumped apart. off on a big tangent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a 30 James minute. Jones is playing Mufasa. Uh, let's move to the world of toys because we did have Toy Fair this week. Uh, at New York Toy Fair, Hasbro held a big presentation in which they revealed that the first 12 which are the first 12 Star Wars figures, would be released as 6-inch, their 6-inch Saga, Saga Legends, good lord, 6-inch Black series on vintage card backs. 
And the first five went on sale at Hasbro Toy Shop and sold out. Was it five or six? The first five, because the first six they're releasing includes Luke as the pilot, which is the SDCC exclusive. So you take away Luke no, as that. No, it's not the SDC. It's, it's the Celebration. I thought it was San Diego. It's celebration. You said it was San Diego. No, it's a Celebration exclusive. That, uh, well, it, that's even worse. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was hoping it – well, do you remember last year's, celebration, or last year's Celebration figures were sold at SDCC? They had extras. They didn't have extras. It was the Kylo. The Kylo, but it was it wasn't the. Extra. I think they made it to make to bring. Do you it think to, they made another? Wasn't Celebration after? Celebration was two weeks before in Europe. No, this this year. This year it's no, it's in May, isn't it? I don't think so. I thought it was in May. I don't think so. Anyway, um, it's a very odd sort of thing because they re- released it. You know, no one really knew about it. There weren't any rumors. They released it. They show it on the screen. Go Star Wars Celebration was a year. It was a week before so uh, um, Comic Con last year. Go to HasbroToyShop.com and you can pick them up and they were gone. So, Vintage Cards Backs, they're redoing... I mean, all but two of the figures are already done. They're reissues of older figures. We get a new Jawa and we get... Uh, what was the other one I said? The Death Squad Commander. Are Death these they? Yes. That was the five. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars Celebration this year will be April 13th. dollars $170 on eBay for the set of five yeah. right now, kids. Star Wars Celebration this year is April 13th they look through the, though, the 16th. The cards, the card, no, the, card the cards look great. That's the thing. It trains as the collectability. And there are yeah. some hard-to-find pieces in there. One of the big the releases from it is that R2 is released. Yeah. Is re-released. Yes. The six-inch R2 is probably still $75. So technically they're releasing, mm-hmm. they're re-releasing 14, or they're releasing 14 figures because there's an exclusive R5-D4 to Target, and well, I think that's not part of the 12. I think they may do the vintage going forward. Sure. This is this is the 12. Well, at least Vader for the comes, 40th Vader anniversary. Comes in a $40 pack that has the, uh, the early bird uh, art on it. And then the figures are supposed to be nineteen ninety nine. Like I said, good luck finding any of them in that. Uh, I was we were always hoping that they would re release some of those first series ones. So you'll get that Han that's that hasn't been re released in R two and the. Well, the Han Luke. was released by itself and in the two pack with Greedo. Yeah, but it was, still hasn't been released. To, what I'm talking about is re releasing figures from Correct. that first. But the R two one, of ways. the R two one's up to like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty. Is it up that much? Last yeah. time I looked, it was seventy five. Um. No, R2 is ridiculous. Same with Darth Maul. They're both ridiculous yeah. prices. I got them when I did, but now I've never opened them. <laughs> no, it's funny. Like, I found the Darth Maul. It was the only time that I've seen them in the store that I ended up picking them up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, now looking at the price that he goes on, on eBay, I'm glad I did find him. <laughs> yeah. So, pays pays attention for Toy Fair. We'll talk a little bit about Toy Fair later if we have time, which I don't think we do. Because what are we at? Hour 20? No, we're 54 minutes. Wow, that's good. Uh, real quick, because we mentioned some of the stuff in the rundown this week at Comics Pro, or the Comics Pro meeting that was held in Memphis, Tennessee, it was announced that Karen Berger is launching a new line of creator-owned titles as a part uh, under the imprint of Berger Books. Uh, it'll be released through Dark Horse Comics. Oh my god, I love that! I, 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 in my head when I saw that, I was like, "Awesome! I hope she calls it Burger Books." It's called Burger Books. And now that I know that that's true, I, there's something inside of me that's like, "I love that name. It's so ridiculous, but." Burger books. I, I, burger books. I love it. Burger books. She, um, because she also has great taste. Yes. Burger Karen books. Berger was the creator, executive editor of Vertigo. Vertigo was DC's imprint that brought us Preacher, uh, Why the Last Man. Something. Swamp Thing. She brought over well, so much stuff. The, the idea well, she is she took the stuff Moore. that was already there yeah. 
that with the idea of something like Swamp Thing or Sandman more and Neil Gaiman, yeah, Sandman, Swamp Thing, things that didn't fit into the DCU, she then collaborated them into something called Vertigo. Right. Very Vertigo to me is very important because you don't get trade paperbacks like you do now without Vertigo because Vertigo was something that was being sold at mm-hmm. bookstores because it wasn't superhero comics people wanted Sandman. Vertigo trades were always in print; they never went out of print, so they were always available. They were always reorderable. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. There's no details except she said we will be working with highly regarded individuals in the comic book industry in terms of creators. Um, Are they looking to bring new properties in? They're looking for – it's basically a creator-owned thing, which sure. of course does creator-owned anyway. But in this case, you have something that you can put in into, into one imprint. So more like Image. Than more uh, more well, like Image than Dark Horse? No, it's probably going to be more like Dark Horse than Image. I don't think anyone's going to do Image contracts. Uh, the, the the difference with it is it gives you a line that you can put, pop something right onto it. DC has tried this again. They tried to relaunch Vertigo last year. Right. They launched a new series every month. It didn't work very well, and they now did it with Young Animal, which is Gerard Way's his kind of his bubble of of books, which again have some buzz, but haven't really set the world on fire. You'll probably never see anything like Vertigo again. But if you're going to have anybody that's going to try to do this. If Dark Horse is going to try to do something like this, this is a great idea. Yeah, she's the perfect right, person for right the job. Would you do stuff that's more risque than you could do with DC? Of course. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, Dark Horse already does that. I yeah. mean, you can publish anything through Dark Horse. In a way, it's Dark Horse that does a very solid business in terms of creator-owned stuff, in terms of creator-owned universes and something like Hellboy. Right. Uh, licensed comics in terms of the Joss Whedon stuff then you get a name that people will recognize. If you're in the industry for the last 20 years, you know who Karen Berger is. Sure. And they had this to a small degree when Diana Schultz was shepherding a couple of different books there. Mm -hmm. She became kind of the celeb editor there because she had Matt Wagner's Grendel. Right. She she now works with uh, Stan Sakai with Usagi. Um, She kind of has that same cache buzz kind of thing for it. Um, Karen Berger is one of the one of the few people that really has an eye for talent, and, and it, hopefully her eye will will mix with the eye of, of consumers because that's the problem. I wonder sure. how much of an impact this is going to put on something like uh, WonderCon or Comic Con this year. Probably searching probably. for new fresh talent. Well, you're always searching for new fresh talent. I mean, it's there's you're, you're really yeah, but I mean, for something like this, you could something really... something like this, you probably have people that are already established. Do you think so? Oh yeah, you're not you're not going to take a brand new person who hasn't done comics before and put them into this type of imprint. You know that that type of person is being published, but in a couple of different places. Yeah, but even Image, you have to come to Image with your book complete. Sure, sure. You've got to know what you're what you're doing. Now you can come to Image and publish your first issue, and then never do another one. Yeah, but somebody like uh, <laughs> what's his name that we interviewed uh, a couple years ago, Scott uh, Lost. Yeah, Scott Lost, who who has established his own independent stuff, would probably you know benefit from from you know getting with Burger. In this case, though, it's up to Karen Burger whether she wants to work with that person. Okay, that's the same. Gerard Way's thing is the same is the same for Young Animal. Gerard Way will take submissions or he'll go after people, but he has the kind of the final say. I mean, obviously DC has the final sure. say, but he has the final say as to who is doing the books that are there. Right. Karen Berger would probably have that with this, where she's probably, she'll either go find people, stuff that she likes in terms of independent books that are already out there that she wants to bring into the fold. Um, we've seen this, Image has done this with a couple of different things, including Atomic Robo. 
where right. the guy who made Atomic Robo, the creator of Atomic Robo, went to Image because he wasn't getting published at Red Five the way that he wanted to. In terms of the, do uh, you think exposure. that? Do you think that that they'll do? Uh, how much control do you think the creators will get with their? I mean, if you're in this kind of contract, you get as much control as you want. If if you're doing this, there's no reason. When you hire creators like this, yeah. or this type of, when you run on this type of model, you can't control them. But you also the the book can get canceled easier than it would under something like DC's umbrella or something. Easier isn't easier. A book that doesn't sell is a book that doesn't sell. I mean, it's just Image has the same thing. Image right. just basically says if your book isn't selling, we're just not going to publish it anymore. Sure. If you want to go publish it somewhere else, it's yours. You can, you know, it's not like, yeah, obviously, if it's if, not like if, with your if you're one of the bigger publishers. Yeah, if you're you, Marvel you and you cancel, character. yeah, Marvel, you you cancel Prowler or Spider Gwen, right? Just not publishing it, but you can't go publish it somewhere else. If you're at look at what Image and uh, um, Top Cow or Aspen or whatever did with Joe Benitez. Yeah, you, know, you can't get your books to us on time. You got to go do Lady Mechanica on your own, and so he publishes it on his own. Or with something, something, some other, yeah, <laughs> some other publisher, but someone will take a chance on that sort of thing. Ten years to come up, yeah. I think he's done more books since we started making fun of him. I think so, yeah. Because that one is is uh, there. I think uh, Beth, Beth at one point was going to go bitch him out. You know, one of the cons just. Yeah, but you guys never do that, huh? You guys never do that, well, like you would. Would you walk up to Joe Benitez and, and say, "Oh, say I don't know. I don't care about Joe Benitez." I was going to ask Joe Casada about. Um, I know you want to punch uh, Rob Liefeld in the Miracle Man, but at that panel was when they announced when they were actually going to finally get to publishing right. Morris Miracle Man. I was like, oh, well, I don't have a question anymore. That was the um, only thing I was going to ask him about. I was like, you told us two years ago that you were going to do Miracle Man, and in respect to Bill Mantlo, we were going to do all the crap you don't care about, all the Marvel Man junk, and then of- uh, let's get to the stuff you actually care about, and it's a shame because I read it, and I was like, wow, this is not as good as I remember. I know, right? <laughs> oh, this is wordy as shit. I know. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I read a lot of – I go back and read some of Moore's other stuff, and, and, and you know, Watchmen still holds up for me, and right. Swamp Thing is amazing. Lost Girls is still good. Uh, that's, but whew, I read Miracle, and I'm like, Wow. This is nowhere near as good as I remember. No, now well, the government knows who you are, Rich. You mentioned <laughs> Lost Girls. I know. I, well, uh, epi- or, uh, um, issue number 13 of uh, Miracle Man, the, the whole birth thing. Oh, my God. It's, it, I, I was happy that actually the Marvel did re-release the Miracle Man books. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm and, happy they re-released it, but it was just very interesting to read it and go, this is not how But I even the continuation it of it was... Whew. Well, that's the problem, yeah, is with, they with still Neil haven't and, finished what they yeah. promised to finish. The Gaiman and Buckingham stuff that they said they were going to finish isn't done yet. Right. So we're now in the same thing that we were in before where no one has read the game and stuff. They haven't, I don't, have they even started releasing game and I thought they released one episode. One, they might one have re- released one, like one, one or two issues. Yeah. Because they had done it. two issues with Comic-Con. Right. Three issues with Comic-Co. And then they went out of business. Yeah. Um, the, the joy of this is they said they would get to this point. I want to say they only did one because I haven't seen it. I think they. I think it was well, only one. It's full cycle now. You can you can actually go and ask Joe Casada again about Miracle <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, when are we going to get Neil Gaiman? And I mentioned Liefeld a second ago. Do you remember that there was a Wildstorm uh, TV series? Yeah, a yeah. cartoon. Wildcats totally, or Wildcats. Yep. I totally There's forgot Savage about Dragon that. too. Yeah, I remember Savage Dragon. CBS Savage Dragon. Morning. That was one of the things that started it because yeah. Jim sold the rights to do Wildcats on TV yeah, and realized that he had a world and an entity that he could then use to sell in other places. And that's how he got hired at DC. He yeah. sold them Wildstorm. Which, by the way, Warren Ellis's Wildstorm number one, that's a damn good book. Is it yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a really good book. 
Uh, stay in the world of comics, but we'll go to movies. Uh, <laughs> Annabelle 2, which apparently is a horror film. Uh, David F. Sandberg is apparently in talks to direct New Line Cinema's Shazam movie. Uh, unlike other DCU films, Shazam was set up separately at New Line, which is a subsidiary of Warner Brothers. So, I don't care about the director. I had no idea. So this isn't a part of the Mar- of the Marvel Universe, of the DC Universe. Well, it's kind of, it sounds like they're sort of in the same situation that Marvel is in with Namor being at Universal, if I'm not mistaken. Well, now well, we know Namor... why Black Adam isn't the villain for Justice. Though. Right. Well, Namor and, uh, and Hawk are... Universal. Universal. That's why. That's why Marvel can't do a Hawk movie right now. That's why Planet Hawk never got made. Yeah. They they said that because it has to be through Universal on those two. Okay. Although the rights for Namor, I think, are coming up. Universal didn't produce Incredible Hulk though. Yes. I believe they did. They did. Oh, did they? They yeah. did in in, in association. Yeah, I guess with... it was before they before Disney bought. Yeah, it was, it was before it was Disney was bought them, so yeah. it was Marvel Studios, but and Universal. Universal yeah, did the distribution Paramount. like Paramount. Fascinating. Uh, yeah. That that one caught me more than more than anything else. It's like, oh, yeah, you, like, hey. like the article mentioned that New Line is still part of Warner Brothers. So I'm sure yeah. it's going to be. When was the last time New Line had a movie? Was it, it was a remake of uh, the Freddy Krueger of the Nightmare on Elm Street? I'm sure they've done. I'm sure they've done. I'm sure, there's just stuff that we don't we don't know about. Uh, did you guys see the super spoiler possibility in the foreign translation of? Uh, I the did. New Star Wars film. I did because it's. I, I thought it was fairly obvious. Well, everybody, to everybody. Even Mark Hamill made the made the comment that Jedi is also a plural. Yeah. So it's like, well, no, we had the, the the debate was whether it was plural or singular. Right, but there wasn't anything. Well, Mark, but Mark Hamill added to that debate as well. Yeah, um, Lucasfilm tweeted the French and Spanish title cards for Star Wars: Last Jedi, which seemed to imply the title refers to multiple Jedi rather than singular. Yeah. Uh, in French, the title is Les Derniers Jedi, while in Spanish, it's Los Otros Jedi. Both titles use grammar that refers to a plural subject, in this case Jedi, rather than singular. For non-English majors out there, Jedi is one of several words which in English is spelled the same when referring to one Jedi or multiple Jedi, and that's why English as a language sucks. Um, Like moose. (laughs) Moose, or duck. Duck is is a noun, it is a verb, it is an adverb. See, Uh, I I think Prius should be like that. It should, or no, I'm sorry, Prius should be pre-I. When you talk about multiple Priuses. Sure. Sure. Uh, Why would you talk about multiple Priuses? I, Who's going to own multiple Priuses? For some reason, octopuses is, yeah. you know, is, is correct. Yeah, even though octopodes is also correct because it's Greek. It's very odd. <laughs> um, it, it's more of... It brought up the story not only because it seems to settle peace, but it's also everyone looking at all these different things. It's like these little pieces. Click, click, you know, just try and pull this piece out. Yeah. How, how is IO9? Gonna make their money if they don't do ten articles. <laughs> this, I know, was, right? this was the Independent, I believe. Well, this is Newsarama, but it yes. doesn't explain. I mean, specifically, it seems like he referred to Luke Skywalker and Ray, who sought out re- return the lightsaber, <laughs> and man, perhaps seek Jedi training at the end of Star Wars: Force Awakens. That'd be funny. Just like here you go, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. See you later. See, I, you wanted that back, right? All right, cool. I'm gonna go back in the. They th- told me to oh, give this to you. Chewbacca says hi. Uh, your sister misses you, and, and Han's, Han's dead. dead. <laughs> so, and then Luke goes with the meme. Enjoy. Hey, there was a hand attached to this. Oh, okay. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Ireland. We'll see you well, later. Goodbye. <laughs> lonely. Um, I, I want to do the lonely song. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so, still with Star Wars though, did you see the packaging for the new Star Wars uh, toys? Oh yeah, with the uh, with uh, Poe and it Rey. shows Poe, but it shows Ray with a different hairdo with the yeah, blue yeah. lightsaber. 
Um, and they also announced that Force Friday 2, because last year doesn't count, will be September 1st. Yeah, I thought that was really It's like, wait a second, wasn't Force Friday last year as well? Apparently yeah, I was kind of odd, odd by that one. I guess we were all wrong. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that was Force Friday 1.5. Sure. That was... No, no. This movie doesn't count. Because... No, because so, the uh, uh, anthology movies do not have an episodic number, neither do their Force Fridays. Of course, it makes so much sense now. That you <laughs> Force say it Friday, that way. a collector's wet dream story. <laughs> Force Friday last year was better than Force Friday 1. Yeah, because nobody cared about Rogue One, apparently. Yeah. Um, real quick, Valiant Comics is putting their characters on the art for the long running Vans Warp Tour. Uh, it's just some odd sort of stuff. Uh, the shoe Valiant, company? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Vans, yeah, Vans Warp Tour. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. There wasn't there I don't know there's also an about, uh, what's his name from, uh, My Chemical Romance going back to doing, um, Umbrella? Music? No. <laughs> no, you'll never do music. No, that's, uh, he's Gerard got, Way is running, he's got, uh, is uh, running Young Animal. Young Animal at DC. No, he's writing, yeah. okay. he's writing, um, Jim I'd like Patrol. him to do another Umbrella Academy, though. I thought he, I thought they had mentioned at one point he was going to be he was, he may, he was talking he about also going may, back to he also I'm sure at something. some point when DC says hey we're going to cancel the Young Animal imprint hey I'll do Umbrella Academy yeah because people that are buying Umbrella Academy are not buying Doom Patrol oh really uh, yeah uh, so they've mentioned that they've never had a comic partner before uh, Valiant also plans to launch a Faith One Shot comic book supporting nonprofit Keep a Breast Foundation at some point during the summer tour which will be sold there the uh, they showed the kind of the poster with the different characters through it, including Bloodshot and Faith and Exo Man of War and a bunch of characters I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting that you know they jumped into the that game yeah much later than everybody else. Sure. Uh, so anything else at Toy Fair that anybody saw that was really step that stood out? And Ethan, I think you saw something with the Power Rangers. Yeah, the big FU that Bandai, <laughs> Bandai America, Bandai America gave to everybody who's been collecting the figures so far. So for the for the longest fur. time, fur. It's not for. It's fur. fur. For the longest time, uh, <laughs> uh, all the fans of Bandai been of America, I, that kind of error is fine. Yeah. Well, for the longest time, the fans have, who have been collecting the line so far has have been asking them to. You know, find a way to include weapons in for these. Uh, they don't use any weapons, run. don't they? Just punch stuff. They do all those, do, no, those they, sweet moves. They have some weapons. And then they jump into their. Don't they just their use lions. the zoids or zoids or what zoids. whatever. They zoids are. is zoids, a, was awesome. zoids is an actual thing, and yeah. that is awesome. Zoids were zoids were great. Zoids. Zords. What are, they, what are they? Well, 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 I just I. I I just call them Mecca, but in America they are Zords. Zords, yeah. By the Sebastian's way, just for, the everyone that everyone that doesn't know, Sebastian guess, uh, is the Power Rangers snob. No, he's I'm not even the Power Rangers. I watch Super Sentai. We're 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 on opposite ends of the table here. I just watch <laughs> Super Sentai. He's the Power Rangers hipster. I just I just watch the Japanese shows. That's all. That's they that's, are that's, very that's different. My wheel, that's my yeah. wheelhouse. They are incre- They are actually incredibly different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so you can have Boobs. you can have two factions. <laughs> sports. <laughs> But yeah, basically, so... Oh, I thought we were just doing words acting. that, you know, were, were more manly. That was boobs, more family. Manly. Oh. That's not no, manly either. It's a Japanese show. <laughs> yes, Japanese I, now I realize. After I said boobs. sports, I realized that you were talking this more Japanese. Yeah. Actually, Kamen Rider Amazons for you otakus out there. It's really good if you want to pirate that. <laughs> but don't pirate that. <laughs> pirate that, but don't pirate but that. Don't pirate that. I never said that. 
Um, anything else, Chris? Anything? I mean, was there anything at Toy Fair this year that really stood out? Um, because I'm a Usagi fan, Playmates is doing Usagi in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style. 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 I wonder if he's going to show up in the cartoon. Some... Then is that uh, is that going to be through Mondo? No, it's no, no. It's it's, it's Playmates. Playmates. Their okay. their toy line will have. I forgot official... that Playmates is alive yeah. again. Playmates is uh, they're still doing the the TMNT yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So there's going to be a version, so a have, cartoon version. So you'll yeah. have that samurai armor, all the turtles in samurai armor. I thought Ooh. it was interesting the sets for Lego, going back and doing stuff from Episode Three. They'll uh-huh. have a set for Vader's. They're having the Emperor Palpatine Surgical Reconstruction mm-hmm. Center place. They have. I the, want them. That is do, a real thing. I want them to do the Mustafar battle and have one that's kind of like just he's missing. You know, he's kind of just give me a melted. It's just Lego. a melted Lego figure. Well, you can melt it. It, it came out of the batch wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, and his sad house on the lava lakes of Mustafar. I just want his yeah, just, the, just his sad house. Yeah, the Duel of Thede Palace. I was born Obi-Wan right and there. Anakin, uh, Han and Chewie on the freighter against the gangs with the Rathagar, which looks a lot like the thing that's coming through Doctor Strange's <laughs> Sanctum Sanctorium set. Uh, they're doing Detroit Steel in the Iron Man. Really? Which is the character that came out of Matt Fraction's run. I was going to say, the are we getting RoboCop did. Lego sets? It's going to be awesome. That's Detroit Steel. Oh, Dog doesn't care that I exist. Actually, yeah. actually, I actually wouldn't mind that as you know, the for Rogue One had it been him and Krennic's like, Krennic, let me, let me see that see that spot out there. I was burned alive there. So please. <laughs> I, mean, I don't well, have there's time. An article on that. I don't have time was, to do this. The guy said it's like, like having him on Mustafar was so badass that he went back to the place where he lost everything to kind of make it his home. That was very interesting. But no, I mean, there's always cool stuff that I didn't even see. Was there any G.I. Joe this year? See that brown there is, patch there, of but dirt it's more of the, that the, was my the mug type. I don't have time uh, for you. <laughs> oh, no, that's... um. See that rough cartoon? Still got some mud skin on it. Oh, uh, God, what's the name I can't remember the name of the company that does the deformed yeah. ones. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like a pop vinyl type. But well, they're no, they're actually, they're actually figures. They're articulated figures. Um, I can't remember the name of what it was. I sold a Hot Topic. Yeah. And they're super expensive, like 15 bucks for a figure that's about half the size, but it's also big. Yes. Um, Sebastian, you say anything? Uh, DC Direct has got uh, the brand new Alfred and Bat computer from Batman the Animated Series. There's the talk of actually doing it as a Bat Cave that the Batmobile will fit in. Wow. Really excited for that. That would be huge. Yep. Uh, I don't know if they'll do it. $500. If the Batmobile and the light were 175 if that could fit in a bat cave that thing would probably be five to six hundred dollars yeah. and like order only um tamashi nation showed some of their stuff they, well, but they, they do, also you know, they actually doing just a... need to do it like uh when uh, mattel you know they have the maddie collector line when they did uh the when they did uh castle gray skull they just yeah. did it uh per order yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying it's, yeah it's gonna be to order um they should do it through Maddie Collector. Tamahashi or Bluefin or whatever you want to call it is doing the perfect series. Yeah. It's a six-inch R2-D2, six-inch scale yeah, they're R2-D2, amazing. which is built off of the original prop, so it has all the flaws. Oh, yep. Nice. The, uh, the dome is is not it's dented perfect. And... Yeah. It's it's not well, it's not a perfect curve yeah, either. Yeah. So it looks like mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're doing 3PO as well. Nice. They showed some more pictures of the uh, the Stormtrooper Archer. Oh, God. Yeah, no, the um, Bandai so Japan. Hasbro also released the Guardians of the Galaxy, which showed the first images of the Kurt Russell character, which ego, ego who's not a planet. Yeah. I still think there's something up with that because I don't, I can't. They'll see... probably do something like it's like the essence of a planet. No, see, a I, I, I no, because I, I see them doing him as Jason, and still 
with ego too. I I have this feeling that there will be ego the planet. Like he'll be inside, you know, he'll be kind of the uh, bring men in black Avatar, type you're thing. Saying he got absorbed by the planet like Sigourney Weaver by the tentacles. Uh, maybe at the end of it. Maybe he plugs into it. But it could. I mean, it could be something like so that. Then he becomes like Mogo. Yeah, yeah they showed some of those figures. Space. They showed, the you know, Nebula, who's boring as f. Mantis, and Gamora, who's boring as f. Yeah. and Mantis is the builder figure. What was Mantis? I thought. Mantis uh, I thought it was. He's, Mantis he's is the builder. I think he. I'm almost she positive. Is. Or she's yeah, got she the, she's the, listed the as the builder figure. Which Weird. is well. Which how sucks, else? Though. How else are you ever going to sell that figure? You want that? How you want peg warmers? Oh, Groot. Groot was the the. the Last well, they don't need a Groot. No, it I know. It have to be that big. Well, Rocket comes with a baby Groot in, there's two, co- yeah, there's in two the... two Groots, uh, the little thing. Oh, and his little And they best. show some of those. No, pieces. but what I was going to say was last the last time that they did it... With More the, exciting thing is that they show the Legends six-inch figures, and they have the John Berthal Punisher. Yes. And yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah, they well, they're doing all... I, they're I, doing I hope all the face that. doesn't change. Um, because the other thing is they're re-releasing the... So happy. They're re-releasing the three and three-quarter X-Men that did not get released with the... The last Marvel's line. Are they taking away all the articulation? No. That's amazing. Yeah. That line is insane because you have figures. The the re-release of figures are fantastic because they have the articulation and then the new figures are crap. Right. No, you're getting you're getting your night you get the thirteen dollar Spider Man uh, noir because it actually has articulation. Right. Didn't buy Captain Marvel because her wrists have no. Your wrists are stuck. Yeah. Oh, it was. I, oh, but you you remember the, remember the nineties costume uh, Cyclops that yep. you know you you could put his hand up to it and everything. That's being re released. All you know. Oh, the, nice. Yeah. Those figures end up being so hard to find. They're anyway. going. It's just. I, I found most of them at GameStop. Yeah. There's, well, GameStop is the only one that knows how to control its own stock. Yeah. Target's still sitting on the stuff. Still, Target's still sitting on the Yondu line from a year and a half ago. I, which I, I, I still, I want those figures because that they're crap, but they're horrible. They're Yondu crap with Finn. Well, you get, Yondu has his Finn, in, Finn. in the new movie. Yeah, the the, the, the Yondu, Yondu the Yondu figure looks great, except you can't have him hold anything because from the elbow down is one piece, right? And to do those figures like that, I mean, I ended up buying Ant Man because Ant Man was a re release. That two pack off was, the original. Uh, well, even the two pack with the two with Thor's. The only reason I bought that son is of I Odinson. found it at. I think it was at Target. It was like six bucks. Yeah. It was on final markdown. So Which, like for three bucks, I'll, I'll for three bucks each figure, I'll buy that. I bought that and I bought the Machine Man one. The three and three Iron quarter uh, Thor that's coming out has a glowing, uh, um, hammer. It's probably based off of. It's probably just the re-release from the movie. I think so. It might be. At least the, the hammer first, might the be. The first movie, the the first movie line had the one where the the, the hammer would yeah. blow. Have you seen the one where the hammer is supposed to be spinning? So it it's the hammer and it just keeps going around in a circle. Oh yeah, yeah. No. It's badass. I, I'd I'd love to have that figure just to have it because you hold him up and then it's got this little blue thing that goes in the middle of it, so it looks like it's spinning. Mm-hmm. But. And so anything else yeah, in Toy like Fair? 12 hammers that are in a circle. Yeah. Basically, Hasbro, so. Black Series, Poe Dameron helmet's really cool. Yes. Uh, uh, they also announced that there's that. going to be um, a Star-Lord helmet that's going yeah. to be... A, yeah. And... Meow Meow. Huh? Meow Yes. Meow Meow. Meow Meow. Meow Meow. Anything else? What you got? No. That was it. It was the toyest fair of them all. Well, there, no, it, it wasn't. It, no, it seems like the last couple of years it started. There's a decline. Well, yeah, because there's no toys to make. Yeah, I mean the, these the times of doing twelve figures 
Also, like you said, a lot of the stuff that they showed there, they showed at Comic Con. Yep. I, Mattel didn't show that Kelly. much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even even their girls' lines are, are diminishing. There's also so many conventions. It's because all kids. It, it, well, I mean, hey, there were 80 new Pokemon that were released on Pokemon, Pokemon. Go this week. Yeah, the Gen 2 Pokemon. Yeah. So, you know, that's Get where more. everybody's attention Get is. More. And I'm no. and I'm playing Sun and Moon <laughs> with everybody else. So, so anything else we cards. got? Nope, that's it. No, Ethan, we are going to do Walking Dead cast next week, so we'll get both of this week's episode and next week's next week. Okay. I'm just, I, I, I'm spent well, from driving yeah, and everything this week. Okay, yeah. 30th, oh my god. Alright, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, thank you very much for hosting tonight. Sebastian, thank you. Ethan, thank, thank you. For you. Showing up. <laughs> thank you guys for being here. And that's been a long weekend. We'll see you next week.